is Digital Marketer. Hello, and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I am your host, Jenna Smithley, and I want to invite you into the clubhouse today. Specifically, Clubhouse, the app that has taken our pandemic-stricken home offices by storm. So I sat down with Jen Gottlieb. She is a former VH1 host and Broadway actress turned award-winning PR agency co-founder and keynote speaker. She's the co-founder of Super Connector Media and Be On TV Bootcamp. And honestly, Jen and her business partner and fiance, Chris Winfield, have been doing everything right when it comes to Clubhouse. In today's episode, Jen talks about intentionality, how to get the most out of the app, no matter what your business goals are. She also gives me some great tips on how to run a super organized and value-packed room, and even some advice on how to be a perfect attendee, aka someone people want to follow and connect with. So there's a lot to get into today. Let's dive right in. Hello, Jen. Welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm really excited because Clubhouse is something that I know enough about, but I don't know a ton about. And I know, you know, our listener right now is probably thinking the same thing. Like, okay, we get it. It's a it's a voice app, you know. Um, but how can it actually be used to drive sales, to move the needle, to grow an audience? I know you have like all of that info inside your brain, and I'm just hoping to get as much as possible <laughs> from you today. Yeah. Well, I'm not really a clubhouse expert. I kind mm-hmm. of fell into using clubhouse because I was like, you know what? I think that this is going to be a really, really big deal. Um, And it was my opportunity to be able to get in on something before it became a big deal. And I always regret that when Instagram started, I didn't jump in on Instagram. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to actually jump in headfirst and actually be intentional about it and grow this and really like make it a thing. And I think that's, that's important when it comes to clubhouse, like intentionality. I learned that really, really quickly because when I, you know, it can be unbelievably powerful for your business. It can be unbelievably powerful for connections and networking. Uh, But it also, if you don't have intention around it and you don't have a real why and you don't have purpose and you don't have a kind of a little bit of a game plan, at least you don't need to exactly know what your game plan is, but at least an intention, it can, it can be a time suck. And also a lot of mindset stuff can traps can happen. Like, um, imposter syndrome and FOMO and all of those things where you actually feel like, oh my God, if I'm not on this thing all the time, I I was in this trap of like, if I'm not on this thing all the time, I'm missing out on something and I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to have as many followers as other people. You can really get into your head. So when I caught myself doing that, I'm like, nope. All right. We really have to get back to what is the why here? What is the intention? And when I started really focusing on that and getting super, super focused um, and intentional on the time that I spent on Clubhouse, it started to become unbelievably powerful for my business. But I think that that's the number one key is being being really intentional with your time. It's something that we talk about all the time, just at Digital Marketer about marketing in general. Like you have to know what the purpose is, what the goal is, you know, you have to be mission driven. So I love that it kind of just translates into exactly 
you know, what you're talking about with clubhouse and clubhouse to me, the, the 24 seven thing, I think really gets people, you know, it can be this huge time suck. How, how do you get past the FOMO? I love that you mentioned that. How do you get past that? It was hard in the beginning, girl. It was really hard. I remember (laughs) first, so I got on clubhouse. We went for new year's to Mexico and for my birthday. And we ended up getting engaged and it was like our engagement vacation. And we heard about clubhouse and we knew that it existed. And we intentionally said, we are not getting on this thing until our our vacation (laughs) is over. Because if we get on this thing during our vacation, I know for a fact, we won't see each other on our engagement vacation. Yeah. (laughs) So right on the day that we left, we did our clubhouse accounts. And I'm telling you, in the beginning, I was on that thing day in and day out. I, when I was on calls with people, I had it going on in the background. When I when I was anywhere, uh, walking down the street, in conversations with people. And it made me actually not be, I was never present anywhere because I wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily present on Clubhouse and I wasn't necessarily present with people. I was just on it all the time. Now, there was benefits to that because I said, my goal, I'm going to get followers on here. I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to leverage this. I'm going to do the thing. So I'm going to be on here and I'm going to treat it like it's an event. And I treated it like I was at a week-long event called Clubhouse. And I was just on it all mm-hmm. the time. And the phone get to me because I did get to a point where if I shut it off, I was like, wait a minute, I'm missing out on this room. I'm missing out on this. I'm missing out on that. I have to start a room. I have to do this. And it did. How do I get over the FOMO? I had to, I really had to, like I said, get intentional instead of just being on there, just to be on there and know that my journey is different than everybody else's journey and actually say, what is my goal? So what we started doing was we started being specific about the rooms that we were doing and the rooms that we were holding and the rooms that we were showing up in. Um, And so we, whenever I do rooms now, I don't let them be 24 hour rooms or rooms that go on and on and on. They're specific. (laughs) They're like either 60 minutes or 90 minutes. They have a beginning, a middle and an end. I specifically invite my friends to be moderators and we actually tell a story and we have like, it's like a run of show. And then we end. And then, so I'm on there And I also always make sure, okay, during this one, what is my goal? Do I have a call to action, right? Is my call to action to get people to DM me Clubhouse so I can send them my opt-in? Is my call to action to get people to follow me on Instagram? Is my call to action to get people to follow me on Clubhouse? What's my goal here? Do I want more Clubhouse followers? Do I want more um, email subscribers? Do I want to tell people about my challenge coming up? Do I want more people to DM me, be on TV bootcamp so they can sign up for my bootcamp? Do what is my goal? So I always go into it with a time block, not a forever, not a, oh, I'll just go until this is over. Cause that's what I was doing in the beginning. And it was just like <laughs> my whole life. And, um, and what's my goal, right? And are there people I want to connect with? Is, is it a strategic play to connect with somebody amazing? Do I want to invite like someone that I've, um, you know, really been admiring or really want to connect with to be a moderator on my stage and, you know, make that connection in that relationship? If so, I want to highlight that person. So we get really strategic on the rooms that we hold and know that, know our goal, know the time frame, know what we're talking about and know what we want to offer. And, and most importantly, know what we want the audience members to walk away with at the end of it. Um, because at the end of the day, it really is, it really is about service. It really is about speaking and teaching. And that's another thing. 
Um, another big benefit that I saw with Clubhouse is it gives me a great opportunity to practice being uncomfortable, mm. right? Like, me a really, really, really big opportunity to practice speaking, uh, to practice speaking up even when I don't know what to say. Um, in the ver- in being in rooms with really powerful people and actually raising my hand and talking and feeling so nervous and so scared that I might poop my pants. Who is the scariest? <laughs> doing it anyway. Oh my gosh! When I first started it, I was scared of everything. It's so funny because Clubhouse has really, really, really helped me with my confidence. It's forced me to be able to talk in front of people that I'm scared to talk in front of um, and, and like feel the imposter syndrome and do it anyway. Mm. Um, well, we did like a we've done welcoming parties for celebrities, you know, when you do like, um, I don't know, who do we have? Adrienne Grenier and, you know, Marie Forleo is a mm. celebrity in my head, Jamie Curran Lima, like inviting these people onto the app and being on the stage and and speaking, which is scary or like when I started in the beginning, a lot of entrepreneurs that I really admired. And the more that I just forced myself to feel the fear and do it anyway, the better I got. And now I notice when I go speak on actual stages, I have more confidence. Like, like every, now I'm just like, because every single day on Clubhouse, you have mini practice sessions. So that's another really amazing thing that I think people um, take for granted with Clubhouse is it's just a great experience to be able to practice speaking. So I host an hour in the Breakfast with Champions rooms on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And I use that time to practice a keynote. So I'll create a keynote because I know I have to do it. And I use that time to practice. And what that ends up doing is it, it... creates content for me, right? It I can also have that content transcribed if I really want to, and I can create posts about it. It helps me build my Instagram following, helps me build my clubhouse following, and then it helps people also on the app really get to know me because I take that full hour and I do a full keynote. Wow. So there's a lot of different things that you can do. I hope that answered your question. Oh my I gosh. Went off on a- yeah. Above and beyond answered it. I was like so many great ideas in there. And what I particularly love is this idea of kind of like getting into a moment where you become comfortable improvising in what your expertise is. Because I think we often don't get that opportunity. You know, if we have like consultation calls or if we have some kind of um, event where we're speaking, like there's so much time spent preparing that we can often get in our own heads about it and often think, who am I to do this? Um, But Clubhouse really does give kind of the everyday person, the opportunity to speak up, like you said, and to really have those moments of like stepping into full ownership of your expertise and yourself. Thousand percent. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So you've done so many rooms. I think just get like technicalities, like what do people need to know about starting a room, moderating a room, what are some of the just like best practices so it doesn't become an, a free-for-all? Yeah, I've done a lot of rooms that have become free-for-alls. So I've learned what to do and what not to do. I've been in a lot of rooms that have become free-for-alls and I've been in a lot of rooms and done a lot of rooms that have been really, really powerful. So the things that those powerful rooms have in common, all of them, like I'm like, okay, what makes a really great room? When I get off of that room and I'm like, that was dope. Like that was good. It felt really in control. People really loved it. People were DMing me saying it was amazing. Um, a few things. 
So like I said, time frame. You keep it in either 60 minute or 90 minutes. It always feels best. Actually, 90 minutes is usually the sweet spot. 60 minutes always feels like a little bit short. And you always think in your head what that it is a show. So it's a run of show. So always map out in your head what you're going to do. So for hours, what we were doing for a while is they were called like mindset, motivation, and media or mindset, motivation, manifestation. We would pick like three M's and I would set the room up and I would say, guess what guys? This is going to be a 90 minute room. There's a beginning, a middle and an end. So you want to make sure that you stay for the whole time and you're intentional because we're not going to be on here all day long, right? We're going to be in here for 90 minutes um, and invite your friends. There will be the first half of the call. We're going to talk about mindset and, and I, and I really map it out. I'm going to have the moderators share, you know, we're going to ask them a question about mindset and then I'm going to open it up for Q and A. Then we're going to talk about motivation. I'm going to open it up for the moderators to talk about motivation. Then we're going to open it up for audience Q and A. Then we're going to talk about media and we're going to do the same thing. And then at the end, I've got a really fun um, game that we're going to play. So make sure you stay tuned, stay in it till the end so that you can experience the game. So I'm always resetting the room, telling them what the frame of the room is. So they know what's going on. They know that I'm in control and they know that any, like that they are safe. So people like to stay in a room and in a space where they feel like, oh, this is under control. Like this is a show that I'm going to experience and I'm going to get a lot of value from this because it's not going to be cray cray. Then the other thing that I do is I invite friends of mine or connections that I have that have a lot of followers and that can bring a lot of value to the conversation. And I say to those people that I invite, don't moderate other people. Right. So this is so when I get onto my room, I say everybody on the stage was hand selected by me embedded by me so that you know that whenever you come into a room that myself and Chris do, you can trust and know that the people on the stage are people that can give you immense value because they have been hand selected and I told them not to moderate anybody else. So everybody here, you are safe. Again, safety, security, you are safe to follow these people. They are the real deal. They are vetted by me. Okay. So that's, and, and I keep the moderators too small. Like, like we don't want to have everybody and their mom on stage because then it's like, then it's not, it's like not valuable anymore. You, right. you know, it, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, everybody is on stage. We want to keep it. I keep it to like 10 people max. And you know, there's, there's a cadence. So you, you make sure also don't let people go on and on and on and on and on. So another thing that I do is I say, okay, so even if it's a moderator, like I would say moderators, I'm going to ask this question and I'd love for you guys to give me a 60 second answer. Ready? Go. Give me this 60 second answer, right? Um, so that it doesn't go on forever. Because what I've seen is some people like to talk forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. <laughs> and you'll lose people when people do that. And you want to keep it going and you want to have everybody get an opportunity to speak. The other thing that I do that I find very, very powerful and people really like and keeps the audience in check is when I bring audience members onto the stage, I frame it really well again so they feel safe and secure and so they know that you're in control of the room. I say, when you come up on stage to ask your question, I'm going to introduce you using the first three lines of your profile. So no need to introduce yourself. No need to share a backstory. I'm going to give you the most amazing introduction to everybody here, but make sure the first three lines of your profile are what you would like to introduce yourself as. So that's a good, it actually provides value to them. That's anyway. so smart go edit their profile and make it more powerful. So I bring them on stage. I say, 
this is Jessica. She is blah, 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 blah. And she loves this. And this is her business. And what is your question in 60 seconds? Start with my question is you really have to guide people. If you don't guide people, they'll just, you know, do their own thing. And that's fine. And there are rooms that are not like that. There are rooms that are powerful that are just people talking and, you know, having really long form conversations and that's fine. But if you're doing a really strategic 90 minute room where you actually have an outcome that you want, or you're trying to, you know, have a call to action and you really want to be in control of the situation, this is the best way to do it. And then at the end, I love to throw in um, rapid fire. So I always say there's going to be a game at the end and that keeps people staying till the end, right? You don't tell them what it is, but you say there's going to be a really fun game at the end. So stay tuned until the end. And you say that every single time you reset the room. And then at the end I do, I'll do all kinds of different little quick fun, like games with the moderators. Like, okay, so we're going to go quick fire and you're going to popcorn to somebody else. And you're going to say your number one tip for mindset, motivation, or media, ready, go 60 seconds. And they'll say it now, pass it along to somebody else or whatever, any kind of fun little game that you can do at the end. And then the last thing that I will give you that makes a really powerful room and it makes your strong moderators want to come back is I always acknowledge my moderators, but not just acknowledge them saying like, everybody follow the moderators on the stage, which is great. And some people do. I will, if I have time, go one by one and say what I love about each person. So actually say, I love this. You know, I want to acknowledge you. You brought, I love what you said about this. It was amazing. Everybody go follow Amy. Then I'll go to the next person. So Jenna is incredible. Jenna, when you said this thing during this room, it blew my mind. You always show up so well. And I think everybody should go follow Jenna and make sure that you check out what she has going on on her Instagram right now or whatever, every single person. And what does that do? That makes those strong moderators always want to be part of your rooms. So you're always building that community of people that are like, oh, Jen's doing a room. I want to be a part of it. This. Hey, DM listeners. Did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader, and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. It's so smart. And so my background is that I used to be a teacher. So this is like best classroom management over audio I've ever seen. (laughs) Like, I just love, you know, everything you laid out. And like, what I really want you as a listener to focus on right now is how the value is both ways. The value is not only, you know, for Jen, who's doing the room and putting it on and receiving the audience and receiving, you know, the people following the CTA, but also the moderators who are getting a CTA, they're getting to be experts. And then also the incredible amounts of value for the listener and the people who are getting their questions answered. And it's all in such a safe environment. And that's the, you pointing out like the safety thing is probably the biggest for me, just because when you go on and you look at the rooms, you're like, I don't know who these people are. Everyone looks so random. It can be such a mess. Like there's no, 
you don't have signage, <laughs> you know, you can't look, you, there's no physicality that can help guide you. So you are, you are feeling a little, you know, blind to what is happening in the room. So the, yeah, those are just huge. Yeah, definitely. The more you can make people feel certain, safe, secure, and like they're, you're in control of the situation, the more they want to stick with you, the more they're like, Oh, okay. Like, like this is, this is a safe space for me to be. Um, it's all in control. It's not going to go haywire. So I'll stick around. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about kind of that pitch part where you're giving them a CTA. How, how hard have you chosen to gone at different times? And like, what, what can people expect from people on Clubhouse? Do they want to go to your landing page? Do they want to go follow you somewhere else? How does that work? Yeah. Well, you want to think about what your goal is and always, always, always. I mean, this is marketing 101, right? You want to lead with value. You're, you're leading with value. You're giving so much value that you're making them want more, right? And so I, I would play with, I mean, you can start with the most simple CTA, which is if you love this, if you're enjoying this, just follow me on Clubhouse, right? That's the best way you can repay me. Follow me on Clubhouse, right? You can do that. And that's super simple. Then you could go even further. And let's say you want more Instagram followers. You could say, you know, provide value, provide value. I would love to connect with you even deeper on Instagram and help you out even more. Shoot me a DM, follow me on Instagram and shoot me a DM. That's a simple call to action. I would always keep a very simple one call to action, right? If you want people to get on your Instagram and follow you there, you just want more Instagram followers, more Instagram engagement and more, and people in your DMS communicating with you. And then you'll, you know, you'll help them in the DMS that's your call to action. If you want more clubhouse followers, that's your call to action. I mean, you can always say like, follow me on clubhouse and that's a given, but you could actually make it a call to action. Hey guys, if you really liked this, the best way you could help me is by following me on clubhouse, right? If you enjoyed this, then if you have a launch or something coming up that you want to promote, I've been in rooms where people say, Oh, don't pitch your stuff, pitch your stuff. You want to know something? If you don't tell people about the stuff you have, they can't get help from you. Pitch your stuff, mm -hmm. but make sure you provide value before you pitch your stuff. That's my only rule. So as long as you are providing a ton of value in your room, you're helping people, they're engaged, they're loving it. Go ahead and say, hey, if you like this, I have an amazing Beyond TV bootcamp that's starting next week. I go even deeper and I'd love for you all to be a part of it. If you're interested in learning more, DM me bootcamp. I had a ton of DMs and it's, I wasn't asking for anything. I wasn't really, you know, I was inviting people into an amazing fun opportunity because they were already getting value and they wanted to come down the rabbit hole with me more. I was inviting them into you know, something that if I didn't tell them, they wouldn't know that they could get more with me. How fun if they're enjoying it, if they're sticking around, they clearly do. And if they don't want to, then they don't want to, right? It's their choice. Um, and you can also do a call to action to a freebie as well. So mm -hmm. that's always a really good one. So if you don't want to sell anything or you don't have anything that you're selling, a great way to monetize Clubhouse is to say, oh, I have an amazing, like maybe you're talking about something. I have an amazing ebook that just explains this in detail. I'll give it to you for free. If you want it, DM me ebook, right? And then you go into your DMs and you just send them to your landing page where they can opt in and get the free ebook. Yeah. It's so, it's so simple. And it's, you know, this, the stuff that everyone listening, you know, <laughs> like y'all know to do this. So there's really, 
there's no reason to be scared of it or think it's any different than any kind of normal, you know, Facebook live or being on stage or doing a webinar or something like that. It's just not as intense, probably a a little bit more simple. Can we talk a little bit about kind of the other way around when you're someone who is participating in a room, not as a moderator or the person running the room, but how you can kind of get the most out of it and maybe even get followers from your participation in the room? Yeah. So I would be very intentional. And instead of just sitting, listening, say, all right, I'm going to go on to Clubhouse because what people do often is they just sit there and have it going on in the background and like, okay, that's fine, but you're really not doing anything for yourself. Say, I'm going to go into this room and I'm going to be intentional about it. And I'm going to take notes and I'm going to click on people to my right and to my left and other people in the audience. And I'm going to follow them and I'm going to DM them and I'm going to make connections. And I'm going to see, because a lot of the time there are people in the audiences that maybe haven't gotten a big clubhouse following yet that are freaking dope and like have huge Instagram followings, huge businesses are amazing. And they're just in the audience because they haven't, they just got on clubhouse, right? So Be like, all right, for an hour, I'm going to be super intentional. I'm going to make friends in this room. I'm going to take notes on what the conversation is. And when they open hand raising, I'm going to raise my hand. Um, I'm even going to go further and I'm going to DM the moderator and say, hey, I have a question. I'd love to be brought on stage. It doesn't mean they're going to bring you on stage, but it's great to try. And if you're going to be on there, be intentional about the hour that you're going to be on there and try to make the most of it. So if you're going to sit in a room, I would make it a goal to to get either a deep connection with at least one person in that room to have at least one big takeaway that you can go take action on after that. And then to have an opportunity to ask a question. Um, And the more I've seen people get on stages and ask questions and they ask really, really powerful questions and they then start being moderators and getting brought up and getting their little green beam because they're the person that asks powerful questions. One thing I wouldn't do that I see people do that annoys me. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys, don't do this. Is get on stage to ask a question and just do your spiel instead of asking a question. Like, I get it. Y'all want to be seen and heard and you want to be asked to be a moderator and be on stages and you want people to follow you. And you think that if you raise your hand and get on stage, that's your opportunity. That just pisses people off. (laughs) It doesn't, the moderators, like ask a question. That is the best, ask a really powerful question and be humble and excited to learn. Don't get up there and say, can I share something prolific, right? And and do your whole shtick. Start your own room and do that. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And I want to hear from you in your own room. Start your own room and do that. And that just goes back to the value portion because really when you think about like what as an attendee can I do to give the most value, the answer is not be a speaker. We have speakers. We have moderators. The answer is be an attendee who's super engaged, who's participating, who, you know, th- like lofts those those softballs yep. to the moderators to help them knock them out of knock it out of the park. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> oh, I love that. There so nothing makes my heart happier than someone that asks a really thoughtful question. And I love I'm like, because that helps so many other people in the room, right? Like when you're asking questions in general, if you're ever listening to a panel or speakers or, you know, um, maybe at a live event or talking to a mentor that you've had for a long time or on Clubhouse, ask 
a powerful, thoughtful question that other people can get value from. And it will always, 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 always come back to you in a big way. Like every single time I was at, um, a live event this weekend and my goal of this live event, you know, we're at live events now. It's crazy. My goal was to do uncomfortable things. That was it. I was like in rooms with billionaires and stuff like that. I was like, Jen, your only intention, your only goal here is to be uncomfortable the majority of the time. So I had to like do scary. So every time there was somebody on stage and they said, raise your hand if you have a question, I guess my uncomfortable thing was I had to raise my hand and ask a question. That was it. So, um, I did every time. And what did that do? And I, I didn't have questions to ask, but I thought of a question that everybody in the room would want to know. And because I asked powerful questions every single time after those sessions, when I would ask the powerful question, people would come up to me and say, thank you so much for asking that question. I was wondering that too. Hi, I'm so-and-so we need to connect. Asking powerful questions is one of the best networking tools you could possibly have on Clubhouse, in live events, in life. Wow. That's a writer downer, but not if you're driving. (laughs) Don't write it down if you're driving. (laughs) Yeah. You can listen Um, to this and write it down. Yeah. This This is just a really quick one, but do you have any thoughts on profiles, how to maximize what you have on your profile? Yeah. So... You don't want your profile to be too long. Um, that's a, a mistake I see a lot of people make. If I have to scroll down too far to get to your Instagram or to get the gist of things, I'm like already like, me, I don't want to read this. It's too much. So keep it straight and to the point. Your first three lines should be, if you, if I was going to introduce you or if someone was going to introduce you onto a stage, what would you want them to say? That's your first three lines. Like, how do you help people? What do you do? And then you always want to put your credibility markers. And if you don't have any, everybody has some credibility markers. It doesn't have to be, I was featured in Forbes and entrepreneur and like, you know, whatever, whatever credibility markers you have. But really, I mean, there's so many people will tell you different ways to do a profile. And I would just make sure you have your intro. That's your first three lines of how you would want someone to introduce you how you help people and your Instagram must be hooked up and it's whatever Instagram that you want people to follow. So I've seen some people have like their personal Instagram, but they're on clubhouse to promote their business. And then I go to their Instagram and I'm like, where's your business? Like Mm. pictures of like your kids and stuff. And that's awesome. They're like, no, 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 go check out my other one. Have the one linked is the one that you want people to go to when you're connecting on Instagram. And then I also like it when people put like, here's things I like to talk about. That's on mine. Like, or it was, it used to be on mine, but I love that. Like not related to business. Like here's some topics that I'm interested in. Law of attraction, biohacking. I have three dogs. Like I've got, I'm a mom or I'm not a mom, but you know what I mean? Like whatever. And make it human. And make sure that there's line breaks. And then other than that, I mean, I think that's it. Yeah, pretty simple. I'm not an expert. There's other people that are better experts at uh, at creating a perfect um, clubhouse profile than me, including my partner, Chris Winfield. So. <laughs> it's a good jumping off point. And also, I just love that you started the episode with, I'm not an expert, but like, here's all this amazing information. So... I would maybe change that. (laughs) Maybe you could just start saying it. (laughs) Maybe I'm having a little bit of imposter syndrome with that situation. So I will receive that. Thank you. You're welcome. Philosophical. Philosophical. Future. (laughs) Forward. What's the future of Clubhouse? Do you think this is a lasting 
app? Do you think voice social platforms are a thing? What are your thoughts? Yeah. Listen, uh, Clubhouse just got a $4 billion valuation. Um, so I, I like Clubhouse. I've seen the numbers drop in rooms. I personally am spending a lot less time on Clubhouse. So, and I've been at live events where many people of my peers that were spending a lot of time on Clubhouse in the beginning are not spending as much time on Clubhouse. So do I think, I, I can't tell the future, but what I would do if I were you and if I were listening, it's super hot right now. I would just get as much out of it as you can while it's hot, right? Totally get in there and create the relationships, make the sales, get the people into your funnel, get the people into your Instagram, help people use it right now. Who knows what's going to happen? There's gonna, there's a lot of other apps coming out right now that are voice. I think voice is phenomenal. I don't think that's going anywhere. I think that that's going to be massive, massive, massive. Um, because like what we just said at the beginning of this, I'm like, I'm not ready. This We're not using this video, right? Like that's the greatest thing <laughs> in the entire world to not have to be like completely judged up and be able to get on and speak to a thousand people. Like, it's pretty dope. But, you know, it's, it's hot right now. So in this moment, take advantage. Otherwise, you might regret it. You're like, oh, wow. The, uh, Clubhouse was a great opportunity for me to build my audience when it was great and I didn't take advantage. So you don't ever want to say that. So I would jump on and, and, and go for it while it's good. Yeah. Good advice. It's like um, the start of YouTube. I'm like, man, I should have just started a YouTube channel when I was like 17 or 19 or whatever, because yeah. I'd be a millionaire by now and I'd hate YouTube <laughs> like they all do. <laughs> all those early ones. Well, we're kind of getting to the end and I do have one more question for you, Jen, but before I ask it, I'd love to know where can people find out about you, reach you, buy what you're selling, all that good stuff. Cool. Find me on Instagram at Jen with one N underscore Gottlieb. That's the place where I'm at the most and you can connect with me there. And then if you want to follow me on Clubhouse, I'm there sometimes too. And that's just Jen Gottlieb. Um, and then we we have a, a Beyond TV boot camp. Um, and I don't know where we'll be at with it when this airs, but you can check it out at beyondtvbootcamp.com. It's a five-day boot camp where we teach you how to get on TV in five days. Perfect. That sounds incredible. And last question. It's kind of a out of left field. Jen, if you could go back in time, <laughs> knowing what you know now, you know, talk to the you that maybe used to be on VH1. <laughs> if you could talk to yourself and give yourself advice, what would you say and why? I would say you are perfect just the way that you are. That's it. Oh, <laughs> so, like <laughs> I would tell myself to, to be you and to be you are perfect just the way that you are and who gives a shit what other people think. And I would also say a quote that has completely changed my life. And it was when you love yourself as much as you care what other people think, you will change your life. Wow. I have to let that sink in. Yeah, too many, I mean, you know, here's the thing. We we allow the fear of what other people will think of us to rule our decisions. And imagine if you didn't just imagine, imagine if no one could see your flaws, there was no such thing as messing up or if you messed up, nobody saw it um, and no one could judge you. And that that didn't even exist. What would you do? What would you do differently? Everything. Yeah. So when we can make friends with rejection and not care what other people think, or maybe just embrace the fact that, 
some people aren't going to like me or I'm going to come off some way or, you know, at the end of the day, no one's really judging you. They're ever all too busy judging themselves. But like when we can embrace that and become friends with rejection and know that like, as long as uh, we love ourselves and we understand that, you know, we're perfect just the way that we are and doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks, um, then we will have the key to success because that's the only thing that stops us at the end of the day. Wow. Well, that's super powerful, super beautiful. Thank you so much for your time and your expertise. Thank you. This is fun. You know, this is the first clubhouse that I've, or clubhouse, uh, this is the first podcast that I've ever done, like spoken about clubhouse. So this is really (laughs) fun. Um, well, thank you for providing all the good info. Yeah, it just, it was really, really informative. Cool. I'm so glad. Yeah. Well, and to you listening out there, it means so much to have a little bit of your day each week. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Goodbye. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.